Hello, everybody. This is Rumors, Money, and Movies. Welcome. Thank you for listening on whatever platform you may be listening on. And please enjoy the show. This really is a hosh posh. It's an interesting weekend. There's a multiple wide releases. We have Sonic the Hedgehog opening, the Photograph opening, Fantasy Island opening. So that's a, a pretty large amount of movie releases in one weekend. But it is a four-day weekend celebrating the President's. Abraham Lincoln, G-Dub, all the rest. So this is a, you know, if you're a very historical person, I guess, President's Day, your favorite holiday. 90% of kids K through 12 have off, but not that many college kids have off. So unfortunately. So, okay. So what am I going to start talking about first is obviously the Birds of Prey. Last week we had our Birds of Prey review. I went to go see it during the previews. We had a review uh, this last week for that film. And now I'm going to talk about the box office of that film there's been a lot of sort of opinions on it and so what's i want to get to my opinion on the movie um box office wise not the film itself if you're interested in that please listen to our podcast for last week so yeah this movie was sca- was slated to open around 50 million dollars those were the projections around 50 40 warners pegged it at 45 which is normal that's usually what studios do peg it around a little bit less but it was still way below expectations, $33 million, which obviously is a lot less than a lot less than 50, you know, 30, 33% less. So that was a, a big thing. And why I think it failed. There's a lot of things, you know, pieces on, oh, because it didn't appeal to men, or oh, it was too uh, you know, too sort of grimy or R-rated kind of hurt it, the fact that it was an R-rated movie, the fact that Maybe it didn't have enough star power. The name, instead of being Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, it should have just been Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. It was many things. And Warner's actually changed the name for selling tickets, not the actual name, but they changed the names for selling ticket purposes to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. But I think what's important to understand here about this movie is this movie isn't dead yet. When it comes to the box office, it made $33 million. We'll see how long it can still leg it out, get a three and a half times multiplier, three times multiplier, make over a hundred million dollars domestic, 106, you know, 107, whatever it may be, then get a you know a 40, 60 split or something like that and make 200 million or 180 million abroad. And then you know, because you get let's put it this way, if you get a decent amount of legs both ways, right? If maybe you get a two and a half multiplier foreign, you so now you're talking about 200 million dollar foreign. And you get a three times multiplier in the United States, or domestic, I should say, with Canada. Then you're making around three hundred million dollars, which should be enough for this movie, considering it only cost eighty-four million. Again, it's a disappointment, but it's not a bomb, which are two very, very different things. Being different between a disappointment and a bomb. So we'll see if it's able to get there. It's not dead yet. We'll see how it hangs on. It should hang on pretty well, considering it is a four-day weekend. I don't know how well, considering obviously we're going to get to that with our friend who's in the studio today. We're going to get to sort of the box office this week, so I'm not going to spoil anything for that for our little game that we play on this show. But again, it's not dead yet, and I think it's not dead. Another reason why I think it's not dead is because this week, Sonic's a lot of competition, but they have the four-day weekend to kind of blunt that. They also have in twenty in February 21st, there's not a big release. There's a horror movie coming out and Call to the Wild with Harrison Ford. That's not going to make that much money. 20, uh, excuse me, February 28th, only the only movie that's opening is The Invisible Man. That's a wide release. That's scheduled to 
open with $20 million. That's not that much money considering you're going to get to $100 million anyway for the weekend. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made outside that $20 million opening. And then the 6th of March, the only the biggest ride release is Onward, which is only scheduled to or only slated or predicted to make ten, I mean $45 million, which would be the lowest opening ever for a Pixar movie. And that kind of shows number one, a couple of things. Number one, this movie doesn't have a lot of competition in the sense of it's not a big movie. You know, Mulan doesn't come out until a little bit later. That's way later in the March month of March. So they have like, you know, a good amount of time to try to lay it out. But number two, is, and that goes for any of these movies, Sonic or any of these movies that are trying to, you know, keep kicking. The second thing, though, is, is it kind of shows that this year is inherently weaker than last year because Disney just went berserk last year and went all in on 2019. You know, to have the greatest, you know, we've talked about this a lot on that show, the greatest ever box office performance from a single studio. We, we really made a point of, of that. You know, we think that, I mean, I at least think it's, the, you know, it won't be matched just because it it's not going to get matched. But still, it shows that this year is going to be a little weaker, most likely, unless obviously, or a little more unpredictable, right? A, a little more unpredictable because of the fact that you have a lot of movies that are sort of mystery IPs. There's not a lot of home runs out there, but there's not a lot of Star Wars or End Games or Frozen 2s or, you know, Jokers even. But we'll see. I, I'll also say that with the Birds of Prey box office, it's less of a problem for DC and a more of a problem for Warner Brothers because, I mean, I picked Warners to win the domestic box office this year. And then I also, I think Universal is going to win the global box office, but that depends if coronavirus subsides in China because they're going to need Fast and Furious to make Berserk over there. But again, Warners needed a hit because Lego Movie 2 didn't, you know, going all the way back to last February, this was wait. 2018 was a year that showed what Warners could do in a post-Disney era that had all these IP and a post-Disney era buying 20th Century Fox where Disney's most likely going to be the number one studio most years. They showed because they had The Meg. They had Crazy Rich Asians. They had that run in August where they had every single movie was theirs that opened number one, which doesn't happen. very happens very rarely. And they showed that they had sort of an opportunity to have IP, one-off hits, little franchises, whatever. 2019, they th I thought they had a pretty good year. A good year in preview. I thought King of Monsters looked a good IP. I thought Deftack of Pikachu could blow up. You know, I thought you know Annabelle would have been done a bet would have done better. You know, their schedule looked Shazam would have done a little bit better. Their schedule looked very good. From you know looked pretty good. They still finished second, but they were they didn't nothing hit. Lego Movie Two disappointed. King of Mon well Lego Two Movie Two bombed. King of Monsters probably bombed. Shazam disappointed a little bit. You know, a little bit of a scene of disappointment there. If they have Pikachu had a little bit of disappointment there. Annabelle, even though it made money, was a little bit of disappointment. All of them, and then just they had outright bombs of movies we claim we want to see. This is a lot from Scott Mendelson or Forbes. Movies we claim we want to see, but no one actually goes sees. They had a bunch of those. The, you know, The Sun is also, also, always, a, also, also a star. I mean, Bruce Spring, they had a, I mean, they had a lot of movies. Uh, Motherless Brooklyn, a, a, a multitude of movies that just didn't make any money. They opened at $5 million and made nothing. So this year, looking at Warner Schedules, Birds of Prey was supposed to be their first movie to hit large, bring give them momentum because they don't really have a lot going on till really, I mean, they're really May. I mean, they only have a whole 
lot doom you know they don't only have a whole lot in March and April may obviously they have Scoob and then they have Wonder Woman 2 which is going to be most maybe the biggest movie of the year domestic and probably not foreign just because of Fast and Furious but they need this movie now I don't know if they're going to still win the domestic total I think they still have a legitimate shot I still think that they trust them and I think that they have the biggest releasing Thing during this is why I think that they're so fine for the years. They have the biggest release during Thanksgiving, and they have the biggest release during December. But Birds of Prey not hitting is a real stain from the start of the year, especially considering it got great reviews and people liked it. And I liked it. And if you're listening to the show right now, please go see it. It's a really good movie. Um, it really is a fun time. But people really don't really didn't go see it, and I think that was because of the R rating didn't really help. It wasn't viewed as top tier superhero IP. Right. It wasn't viewed as not even a you know not even a Joker. It wasn't viewed as an Aquaman. It wasn't viewed forget an Avengers movie. It wasn't viewed as anything. It wasn't viewed as like even like a Doctor Strange level flick of a of a, a superhero movie. And then I just think that there was a little bit of there's always that little bit of mm, when it's all women. I, I don't know. I think it's like played a little bit into it. Um, not a lot. I don't think that's why it bombed. I don't. I mean, I don't think it disappointed. I really don't think that was the main reason. But I do think that that played a role a tad bit. But I also think that was more had more to do with maybe them not having marquee characters and marquee actresses playing. I mean, I think that if you had a better actress, IP-wise, I mean, I think all the actresses that actors and actresses they have were very, you know, in you know, good. But when Ewan McGregor's number two on the billing list, I love I love Ewan McGregor, and so do a lot of other people who like Star Wars, but he's not a number two billy, you know, bill star, you know. He needs to be number four. So, you know, instead of having you know, whoever, Renee Montoya or whoever it was, and I mean, have, you know, an, a, a more well-known actress, you know, play Black Canary, have a w- more well-known actress play Huntress. And, you know, that's just sort of something to think about because maybe if you have more and more actresses and, act, you know, and actors, maybe not even actors, but more so actresses, you would have hit, you would have hit more so, you would have hit, obviously, made a large amount of money, put it that way. But let's just via that is life as the friends say. It's uh, PSA time, and uh, our friend, uh, our friend Cole, he's a friend of the show, is gonna come on for our uh, for our uh, our uh, uh, box office show. Um, and so yeah, he's uh, all say he's coming on. I'm gonna read the PSA while he sits down. Um, Oops, I opened this binder the wrong way. You're good. You could just introduce yourself whenever you're ready. Uh, who are you? And yeah, what are you doing? I'm Cole. Uh, I'm Cole out here. I'm a freshman also at University of Richmond. And I'm here on the show today to talk about movies, even though I don't watch them much. Hey, there's no there's no quota you have to be at to uh, to watch movies here. There's no quota you have to meet. So I think we're all fine. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to read the first PSA. We have contractual obligations here. Roles. Driver, personal shopper, financial manager, nurse, and daughter. At AARP, they understand the many roles caregivers play. That's why they created AARP.org slash caregiving. It's an online resource center that connects you with experts and other caregivers. Together, we can better care, better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit 
aarp.org slash caregiving to learn more. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. That's our little uh, PSA. You're, you're gonna you're gonna read the second one if you want to. You can read the second one if you want to. Do we get, do we get the money from this these ads? Uh, yeah, that's the radio show's uh, prerogative. Right. Yeah, I know. Should get a should get a uh, cut. I know cut. Um, speaking of money, we're talking about the money. This is the money section now of our show. This is a little money game that we have here. You have to match. High expectations here. We have Felipe, our friend Felipe. He went six for six. He's the only person that went 100. percent I'm pretty sure the only person that got anybody else got like more than well, at least two wrong or two wrong. So you have to match Felipe if you want to get a get that first place num uh, nod. So the way this game works is we're gonna we go over last week's box office and this week's box office. No one, you know, it's there's not really a, a clear thing you have to know. Felipe just was really good at it. And so I'm going to basically give you names of movies or ranges of how much they made. And you have to use your intuition and some hints that I give you for the new releases. I'll give you some hints. You get to pick your hints. It's like a little knot, a knob of the game. You get to pick your hints. So there's a little bit of strategy involved, even if you really don't know what's what's happening. So sounds good. I would hope so. Okay, so we're going to do last week's first. Um, okay, so as I said, Birds of Prey um, opened last week. It was the only live release of the weekend out of all the movies. Now, what I'm going to do is, so you understand what's going on here, I'm going to just run through two weeks ago, which keep in mind, to me, these are important to you because then this is going to help you guess what happened last week. So this was January 31st. Bad Boys for Life made $17 million. Doolittle made nine and a half. I mean, 19, excuse me, 1917 made nine and a half. Doolittle made seven and a half. And Gretel and Hansel made six. Jumanji made six. Okay? That was the top five. Just keep those names and numbers in mind. That's important. Now, the only one I released was Birds of Prey. Now, I technically said this number already. So, it depends on how well you were paying attention to, to what I was saying. So, do you know how much Birds of Prey made? I did bring it up. 23? Yes. All right, see, you just got one point for just paying attention to what I was saying. Good. Yeah, so Birds of Prey opened with $33 million. Now, though, you know what? You know what? So Brad's a Boys for Life was last week. Now, I'll give it away. It'll, it, it finished second. It was first last week. It finished second now. Okay. Now, did it make more than one-third? Of Birds of Prey's box office, so less than one third. So thirty-three divided by three is eleven. So basically, to make more or less than that in their in their own box office, right for the weekend, for the weekend. So how much did it make for the weekend? More than a third this, of this current weekend. No, last week, last week. This week's different, but last week. But yes, the last week, February seventh. Well, I'd say so during the same time period that. Birds of Prey made 33. So this is during the same time? Right. The, the weekend. Oh, it made less than a third. It made more than a third. Dang. Yeah, it made 12 million. Oh, man. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Now, do you remember the list of movies that I gave you previously? Um, Bad Boys for Life, 1917, and one other one? It was Doolittle, Jumanji. Jumanji. Okay. Now, 
knowing that was only one wide release last week, Birds of Prey, you know Bad Boys for Life finished first, now it finished second. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know the results from two weeks ago. Give me an educated guess. Again, I've, li- I've listed movies again. You had Doolittle, 1917, and Jumanji. Those are the three movies that were in the top five. That was three, four, and five. Okay. Give me the order in which, not any money, we'll get to that a little bit later. Give me the order in which these three films finished. Now, you know the results last week or two weeks ago. Give me the results last week using your knowledge that you already had and knowing that Bad Boys for Life finished first and now it's in second place. So, and this is one through five, so... Well, you know Birds of Prey finished first, yeah, and, first and Bad Boys finished second. second. So now you have three, three, four, and five. Which is... Jumanji, nineteen seventeen, and Doolittle something. Yes, okay, Doolittle. So. Now I'll tell you this: Jumanji's in its ninth week. Doolittle's in its fourth week. Nineteen seventeen's in its seventh week. Okay, I'm gonna so, guess nineteen seventeen finished third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jumanji's quite old, so I'm gonna guess that one finished fifth, and Doolittle third or fourth. Yeah, got it right. Good. <clears throat> okay, so now we know that Birds of Prey finished first with thirty three. Bad Boys for Life finished twelfth. I mean, second with twelve million. You know, nineteen seventy finished third. Doolittle finished fourth, and Jumanji finished fifth. Now here's a little over under for you, gambling man here. Just kidding, but you know, little 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 uh, little action here. Did the line is at ten? Did nineteen seventeen make over ten million dollars or under ten million dollars last weekend at the box office? Under. Yes. Yes, it made uh, nine. So it didn't drop very much. But yeah, so it made $9 million. Okay, so now so you got that. Now, you know Doolittle finished fourth and Jumanji finished fifth. So this is going to be a little bit... I'll tell you this. Both finished... Obviously, they finished less than nine. But obviously, they finished greater than five. Okay, just five zero zero. That was it. How much more... Did Doolittle, knowing that information, did Doolittle make than Jumanji? So you, you know that they finished between nine and five. So how much? So like if Jumanji finished at six and Doolittle eight, then that's two million. So how long was, how much was the gap between the two? And to, to combine, they finished with less than nine, you said? No, 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 no. They didn't fin- neither of them finished over nine because they finished behind 1917, but they finished above five. Oh, and under nine. Right, right. So you have like a four million dollar range, but like if Jumanji made five and Doolittle made eight, then that's three. Okay, I'm gonna guess two million dollars. Yeah, it's called it's one. It's one. I'm gonna give you four options, so it's like a multiple. Hey, you would have got like a, a two if you took the Heineke's quiz. You would have got a two out of. That's true. So second second try is always better than no try at all. Okay, so that was last week's box office. So just a review for everybody. You can read the. Do you want to read the results? I'll be a little. Uh, read one through five. Bring out your little like prices white. Brave, uh, and, like something just like. Can you move this thing or catch me? <laughs> All right. Um. So number one, we have Birds of Prey. Um, finishing with a gross of thirty-three million dollars. Uh, number two, Bad Boys for Life. Last week's number one. Um, this had twelve million. And number three, nineteen seventeen. Which finished with about nine million. Uh, number four, Doolittle, finishing with about six million. And number five, Jumanji, 
with five million. Wonderful. All right. So now this week, this is where the fun begins. Okay. So this is how the second week, second part of this segment works. So the way we, the way, the way it works is there's so there's three round releases this week. Okay. So now you get one piece of information to help you guess how much it's slated. Now I'll give you a range of some sort. So you're not flying blind and I'll tell you sort of a range and give me a range. And so you'll basically have to guess using three hints where you think it's in a range. You get three options to pick. You can either pick, I want the studio and the synopsis. So that's important. Maybe you don't know really what the movie's about. You want to know maybe if it's a horror movie or a romance movie or whatever it is. And the studio tells you if it's a big movie. It tells you if it's an indie company or a big company. So if it's like Universal Studios or Warner Brothers, you know it's a bigger company. But if it's some random place you never heard of before, then you know it's a smaller company. That's the pros and cons of that. Pros of that. The second thing I can tell you is the uh, the Rotten Tomato score, which tells you if it was a good movie or a bad movie, which obviously is important for some cases. Or you can find out whether or not the cast. So do you want to know who's in the movie? You know, maybe if it's some big stars or if it's, you know, if there's some big people in it who you would know. But again, there's some advantage and disadvantages because obviously if you like the Rotten Tomato score would be misleading because it can be bad, but the movie still, still makes more money. So you like, there's a kind of like a game to it. Mm-hmm. So now you know last week's results. Now the way we're going to, I'm going to give you like a range. You're never going to have to guess like an exact amount. It's obviously going to be like, you know, a couple million here, a couple million there. So... There's three rare releases, Santa Hedgehog, Fantasy Island, and The Photograph. Also keep in mind that this weekend's a four-day weekend, and that's those are the results we're going to be doing, So, because President's Day, so that's considered a four-day weekend. So which movie do, would you like to do first? Fan- Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Island, or The Photograph? Uh, we'll do The Photograph first. All right. Okay, so now for The Photograph, do you want to know the... Review the Rotten Tomato score. Do you want to know the cast? Do you want to know the plot synopsis slash studio? Tell me about the the cast. Okay. The cast of this movie is Issa Rae. She's in, I think, Insecure. That's an HBO movie show. Yeah. Okay. She's not. She's not massive. Okay. Lakeith Stanfield. He was in Get Out. Okay. He was the other guy in Get Out. He was like, Get Out, screaming Get Out. Oh, okay, okay. You know that? You know yeah, he was like the guy that was like hypnotized. Yes, yes. He was, he's also been in uh, some other movies, but yes, that's his like most famous role, I guess. Okay. And then we have, okay, this guy. He was, this guy was also in Get Out, actually. Little uh, Little Rel Howry, he was the friend in Get Out. He was like, yo, he worked for TSA. Yeah, he was a kind of big guy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's been in a. He was in a bunch. Of, he's been in some other movies like in Angry Birds too, and actually in Bird Box too. It's kind of funny. Yes, Angry uh, Birds. He was a yellow bird. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Actually, maybe. That's in that movie, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so I guess he was a yellow bird then. Um, see, you know more than you think. Okay, so that. So now you know the cast. Now I'll tell you this. It's not projected to make over twenty. Okay. It's oh, it's gonna make more though. It's projected so oh, for the for the four day weekend. It's not gonna make over twenty, but it's also not gonna make less less than eight. Right. You have now a three million dollar range, so you have 
8 to 20. You know, it's more than that, you know, greater than or less, you know, like a little uh, equation, inequality. And you know that you have a $3 million range. You could say 14 to 17, 9 to 12, 10 to 30, you know, whatever it is. So you have a $3 million range. What says you? Is it 10 to 13? Okay. You got some, it was like, okay, the better answer would have been 12 to 15, but you got like a little bit of crossover. So you got like it. 60% right or something, but that still counts. Right. Okay, okay, that wasn't that was a good start. That's a good so start. What's projected to? Uh, around like 12 to 15, 13 oh, okay. to 16. Yeah, so you got you got some of it. Um okay, so now you want to do fantasy island or the or the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? Fantasy Island. Okay, so now here's the thing about this one. It doesn't have a I I keep checking, it doesn't have a Rotten Tomato score yet. I'm not really sure why. Now, because only some people have reviewed it. Okay. Okay, but now you know you can you can find out. So I'm not, you don't don't ask for that. Let's go for cast again. Okay, cast like again. That. Okay, so Michael Pena. He's been in. Uh, he's the guy who narrates in uh, Ant Man. He's like the narrator guy. He was in The Martian. He, you know, um, he was. He's in a bunch of movies. I don't know which movie. He he's like. That's what he looks like. You definitely know. He's. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, make a pen. So, you have him. You also have Ryan Hansen. He's married to Kirsten Bell. Okay, yeah. From yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's also... I really don't... Yeah, you probably want to know who Maggie Q is. She's not really that well-known. She's just kind of like an action person. And then you have uh, Lucy Hale. She was in the Pretty Little Liars. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you've seen Does that. she have blonde hair? I've seen that commercial. She, she's like the main character, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she's like the main character in Pretty Little Liars. She's also in, um, like, Scream 4. I don't know. Maybe you've seen that. Okay. So yeah, so Truth or Dare. Bigger. This one seems bigger than the last one. Yes, yes, yes. So you get, so you have, yes, more stars, more people that are well-known. Alright, so yeah, you have again. I'm I'm actually gonna give you the same information, slightly different, slightly different just to show a point, but this one, this one is anywhere between uh less than 20 again. Less than 20 again. Okay, but no but greater than, right? No less than. Not less than, but greater than 10. So I give you a smaller region. So 10 to 20. To 18. Yes, that's pretty much nailed. Yeah. I've seen 15, 16, 17. So I'd say like 14 to 17, something like that. 15 to 18. That's basically the same thing. So, that, hey, okay. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I mean, like, I've seen like, because it's different because like each uh, prediction sort of different. So I've seen like 12 to 15 for like one, which I think is a little low, but then it's been like a 14 to 17. So you said 15 to 18? Yeah. All right. So that's, that's, I think, a good enough score. That's a good yeah. enough. We'll give it to you. Let's give it to you. Okay. Like now you got Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, man. I actually want to see that movie. Looks sick. Mm. I disagree. Right. No, no, no. I just said, mm hmm. Mm. No, because I'm I'm thinking about the trailer. That's when they had the trailer. This one kind of yeah. reminds me of myself too. Like ninth grade. Oh, Sonic? Yeah. 
was pretty fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So so okay. So you've seen the marketing for this. So now now you come in with some knowledge. So now you got to use that to your advantage. Um. Yeah. So I kind of like. I don't think it really matters much of who the stars are in this movie because it's the hedgehog is a voiceover and like the one actor is like that guy. I don't know his name is, but I'm, I'm so familiar. I'd say I know the plot. So, see, with Rotten Tomatoes, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm hesitant to go with that because, like, it's the opening release, so who cares what the ratings are yet? You know what I mean? Is that is that is that really playing largely? A little bit, yeah. No, because if, if it's a better movie, people are more likely to see it. Um, okay. Let's go with the, um, heck, let's go with the, yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. So, the Rotten Tomatoes score is 65%. Fittingly fleet and frequently fun, Sonic the Hedgehog is a video game inspired adventure the whole family can enjoy. A fine and a fine excuse for Jim Carrey to tap into the manic energy that launched his career. All right, so we're back on the podcast. So yes, so now you know that's sixty-five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. You've heard the score or the little blurb that they give. Now, I'll give you this. I'll say this. I should say, you. Have, I'll give you. You'll have a six million dollar range for this one. It's a larger movie. Same rule applies though. It's not making over sixty, but it's making more than thirty-five. It's a large range, That's but I'm giving you six million dollars. But I'm giving you six million dollars to work with. So, but you have to good Ron Tomato score. You kind of know, like you know, Birds of Prey finished with thirty-three. Okay, so, so you, thirty-five to sixty is my range. Yes. Well. I'm gonna go with 38 to 44. All right, I respect that. I respect that. So I've seen for the four day weekend. So there's one prediction I've seen is 46. I've seen another one that says 45 to 50. But I've seen one that's oh yeah, I've seen one that was like 40, like more than 50, like 50 like two or something. But I think that might be a little little too high. So you said 38 to 44. Like, look. I think this movie could go a little bit below expectation just because Birds of Prey was supposed to hit 50 and it hit 33 and this movie was supposed to hit 50 or 45. So we'll see. It could also go over, though. That's why, because people are saying maybe it's going to blow up a little bit because it's Sonic the Hedgehog and whatnot. But look, I was pretty solid. I, You know, I kind of tried to challenge you a little bit, but pretty solid uh, little little start for you. Um, so now we're, we're going to transition to our like next... Uh, Next uh, uh, section here. So you want, let's get the PSA out of the way. So you want to read there your first ever PSA. Yes. Pick. We like the the way it works is try to pick one if you can. That kind of is like an allegory for what we're talking about. There's no. There's way more. There's like a bunch. Oh, that we just like scroll through. Yeah, okay, okay. So there's like you, you. We try to do ones that are like an allegory, so to speak, like a metaphor for what we're talking about. So if we're talking about this, you could do that. Yes, yeah. Right. Uh, you pick one. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that you can get uh, amazing. Sports advice and opinions on the Chicago Bulls on Twitter at Firebolt2334. A great follow for everyone. You should definitely visit this person. And they they paid for the entire radio show, so follow them. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. What a wonderful I know, that was a good one. 
Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, man. Fireball. Three, 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 four. They are, and they're a big baller, I guess. They're paying for the entire radio station. Two, thirty, three, four. Two, three, three, four. Fireball. Yeah. You just made that up on the spot. Fireball two, three, three, four. It's not coming up. I'm tweet that. Mm. <laughs> oh, Fireball. Oh, man. You said Fireball. That Look guy. at this. Wow. Wow. Wonderful. I know. That's some good content here. I see, you know. Yeah, a lot of upset Bulls fan. No. It's a rough rough life right now if you're a Bears fan or anything Chicago sports related because we all kind of all our sports kind of suck right now. It's first first year in like twenty something maybe not twenty. It's been a really long time since none of the four professional teams made the playoffs. Mm. Basketball, baseball, and football. None of them made the playoffs. Or neither did hockey. Hockey did neither. No oh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, the seasons aren't over yet, but most likely not. Gonna no, no, for past, like this past. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, this year, too. But yeah, yeah. This year, too. Yeah, so, well, nice plug. We still got to read an actual PSA. But, so, okay, okay. Nice plug for right, Chicago ready, sports. Right, right. Okay, so, um, let's go with, um, so the, this uh, shelter pet adoption, adopt. Shelter pets are amazing, and the only way to find how truly amazing they are is to meet one. So visit the shelterpetproject.org today and adopt. This is brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Nice. Gotta adopt some dogs. Be nice. Gotta be a good person and adopt. Adopt. For sure. And I don't ever had a dog, but so I wouldn't know, but yeah. adopt a hedgehog in honor of Sonic. I got messed up by a hedgehog in senior kindergarten. Really? Yeah, actually really hurt. Um, Hedgy the hedgehog. What did he like, spike you? Yeah, he did. He like literally pricked me in the like left thumb and I had to go home because I had an allergic reaction. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It was. Hey, but you live to tell the tale. Exactly. So, that's him. Look, no, no hedgehogs were harmed in the making of this. So just, just a little coal. Yeah, just 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 the younger version. We go back in time, travel back to that day, and look at you when you were five years old. How were you when you were five? Were you good? Were you a good kid when you were five? Um, I, I said I think caused some some trouble. I made my my only visit to the principal mm. ever was when I was five. You know? Wow. Well, you were a rebel. I got I got spit on. Wow. So you know, in retaliation. Um, little Cole decided to have the entire uh, class spit on this kid back. So, you know. Yeah, that's not. We do not condone. <laughs> we condone spitting. On, yeah, we do not support the spitting of young kids on this show. But yeah. But anyways, hey, that is life. Stuff happens. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, you can stick around. We're gonna talk about a little. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. We're gonna actually talk a little bit more about Sonic the Hedgehog, a little bit about the Oscars. And Pattinson, Robert Pattinson's Batman, came up with a little bit of footage yesterday because Matt Reeves is just a good, cool guy. He just likes making everybody happy. But okay, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars. And so I know everyone wants to know my opinion. I talked about it a little bit. I know everyone's been dying for this, but uh, I talked about it a little bit last week. Do you like the Oscars? I mean, you see, 
Well, you don't like movies that much, but do you like the Oscars at all? Honestly, I didn't watch the Oscars. I mean, like, I, like, say, like, somewhat uh, on Twitter and, like, saying, like, who, like, had to react to it. But I think I was watching the Bulls game that night, to be honest. Oh, um, good for you. Big sports. I have a question separate to the Oscars. Um, Like, in China right now? Is, like, this affecting, like, the movies? Yes. Like, yes. We actually talked about that a couple shows ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is yeah. a lot. Yes. Very yeah. much so. Because then I can't go to the, the movies are closed Yeah, I'd be scared to leave my house. <laughs> yeah, so, and it's also affecting, like, Japan and stuff, too, because some of their movies are closed as well. So, yeah, no, it's affecting a and lot. And did that play in into the, these releases, probably? Not as much as the ones that are, I mean, Sonic a little those bit. Are, those are American movies for the most part. Most of them. I mean, no, I mean, American movies do well in China, too, but it depends on the movie. Um, not every single American, a very, only, like, about, not that many American movies are released in China. There's, like, a certain limit. They have, like, a limit. On how many American movies they have come in, but I think Sonic probably would have did pretty well in China and stuff. But that was probably the only one that would have done anything in those in those in that market. But we'll see because movies in April, the first movie that's going to have rely heavily on China is like Mulan, most likely. So we'll see. That happens like a month and a half from now. Well, that looks good. So I actually have to want to see that movie. I have no. You could tell me how it does because you want to see care. it. Yeah, no, it's, it's children's movie. I'm what? not eight. Are you kidding me? Dude, they don't have the dragon guy in it. What's his name? I don't even know. Like, Yeah, he is in it. I mean, he's not. I think he is in it. I think he's tiny, though. I don't think he's in it. Oh, that's a shame. Well, the cricket's still in that thing. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to watch It's different. live-action remakes they, that aren't they, as good as the original. I, I'll version. say, like, The Lion King. Did you see that one? The live-action remake of The no. Lion King? That one was awful. It, it, like, could not have been more down to the T of, like, Exactly what Lion King was like. I think they use exactly the script, even like that may be an exaggeration, but that one was just like not uh, not engaging. But the the Mulan, the trailer, it looked up. It looked like they definitely changed stuff. Like, I mean, in the yes. in the the cartoon, like they don't even know if she's a girl until the very end. In this movie, they had her like openly fighting as a girl, and like yeah. to be I don't know, it's in like the middle of the movie. So, so things changing. Yeah, I just. I go. I don't know. I just. I don't have interest in children's movies anymore. But at least not that children's movie, but that way. But if it was PG thirteen, I actually probably go see because it, it looked good. But because you know it's PG, they can't get that serious and all that stuff. But yeah, so I mean, the Oscars happened. Obviously, it was you know a big stuff. But that's really why I don't really like them in a, in a quick little soliloquy or something. Is that I just think they're they're subjective and they're just. It's superficial and doesn't really represent because you win an Oscar, does it make your movie better or worse? Um, I didn't go see Parasite, but someone who saw it said to me that it wasn't even that good. So I never heard Parasite until Oscars. Yes, yeah, but there was some movie. I mean, I mean, there was movies that I thought maybe sh- I, I didn't. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend I saw every single movie that was nominated or anything like that. But I mean, I saw Uncut Gems that I thought definitely should have been nominated, wasn't nominated. I know that Lighthouse was a movie that people thought should have believed should have been nominated, wasn't nominated. Um, I'm not even know. I don't even know if Joker should have been nominated. I, I didn't like Joker at all when I saw it. Right. Honestly, you didn't like it at all. No, I didn't like it. Why? I was like waiting for like. I mean, this is like maybe just like a personal take, but like I think I saw it with like a group of like eight of us, and anyway, it's it was like a polarizing movie in that like there there was like I think about three of us that just like straight up didn't like it. Two of us that were very neutral, and three of us were like, oh, that was awesome. But I, I don't know. I just think it's like one of those movies where it's like. 
it has to be like your niche or like you have to kind of like like that sort of movie genre i don't know i'm not not a big fan of like i'm personally for me it was like i watched this two and a half hour movie of like things going poorly waiting for something good to happen and they just got progressively worse and worse and then it ends with you thinking like what what happened even just now it's just my take i I like it yeah not every movie uh, subscribe to the regular story plot. Kind of like Uncut Gemstones. I thought that was a really good movie, but man, that movie, I was so stressed out after that movie. Were you, do you feel that way too? I, that, I felt stressed after I that I was just that happy movie. that it hit his parlay. That, that was pretty dope. I, was I, I actually felt parlay. like I was betting. Like That's like the feeling. Yes. I was, like During the movie, I had that same like, yes. feeling that like I had a big, you know, a big four shot straight going on the Blazers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do not. We really just condone betting at this point on the show. We don't. Sports gambling's fine on the show. We've already. I mean, we condone it now. Yeah, we accept it. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, we don't talk. I mean, literally, that's the second most think about thing on this show. Sports gambling, literally. <laughs> outside of movies. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it though. I stopped doing it senior year. It's addicting. Okay, we will. We didn't say anyone actually bets here, so we. You bet in gems or something. You bet in uh, fake. Mad tokens. We don't actually. Yeah, not real money. It's yeah, we don't. Money. That's a legal activity, obviously. And there's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we dining dollars. You bet dining dollars. No, this is um. No, I know. Senior I know, year. I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. I know. Madden coins. Madden coins. But we have dining. I wish we could. I actually would definitely bet that dining dollars. That's that's what Mirage wanted to do for a fantasy basketball league. I would. Yo, I I pay fifty dining dollars. I buy every single person a meal with my dining dollars. At that point, literally, it's like, uh, how do you get your dining dollars back? I don't even know. Everyone chips in like big tips to the seller. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But no, but I'm saying if you if you bet with your dining dollars, you have to get them back somehow, right? It's like make your return on investment. I mean, you could whoever the winner is. I guess you could take them out to dinner. Yeah, something like that. Probably. Or like buy them a bunch of stuff in ATC. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, everyone would rather cash because cash is good. Yeah, then so. instead of dining. Oh, Venmo. Really, let's be real. It's all Venmo now anyway. Cash. Yeah, but everyone gives you Venmo at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think everyone, like, every single person paid me Venmo, so many except people for give, you. Yeah, I don't really, like, I don't really have a, but whenever I get, like, whenever, I don't know. I feel like every fantasy is kind of like Venmo now. Or anything in general, really. Because you're not... It's just easier. track of too, like who paid. Exactly. So that's the support. If you look, Venmo sponsored this show. We're just trying to get in our sponsorships at this point. Respect okay. the sponsorships. Bring in the revenue for radio shows. So yeah, so that was my opinion on the Oscars. You know what? A our one our professor had a really strong AOB had a really big opinion on the Oscars too. We talked about it. Really? Yeah, he was like, Yeah, I don't like him either. I was like, Yeah. It's like chess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hopefully AOB doesn't listen to this episode on the podcast. Um, okay. So yeah. So we. So that was that. That's my take on the Oscars. And so congratulations to Parasite and all the winners, uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Renee Zellinger and you know, Joe Juan Phoenix and all, all the people who uh, were nominated and won. And um, congratulations to them. That's an important thing for their careers, obviously. But you know, I don't really. His name is pronounced Joe Juan Felix. Joe Juan Phoenix. Felix. Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Joaquin. I, I was like, I was like, Joaquin. It is Joaquin. I just say Joaquin. Oh, it is Joaquin. Joaquin. It's what? It's not. I just say Joaquin. I've always called him. 
Joaquin or Joaquin. I'm call him Joaquin. And is it Joaquin? I am like ninety percent sure it's Joaquin, but like a little part of me says maybe it's not Joaquin Phoenix. I never heard anyone call Joaquin. <laughs> yeah, I just that's what I call him, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, I, I do know his. I don't know. It's like one of those things. Wong Jong Hu, one two. Yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, sorry. Apologize to Joe Kwan. <laughs> Joe, Qu- it's like that uh, Key and Peele. Yeah. Um. A. Ron. Yeah. Uh, D. Nice. Uh, that's enough. A Key and Peele sponsored the show as well. As well to uh, this episode. So yeah. So speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog, the Hedgehog, no Hedgehogs were harmed in the filming of this uh, podcast. I'm going to talk a little bit about Paramount as well, since this show today is a hosh posh of Hollywood. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Paramount. Do you, know, do you have any idea what Paramount is? Uh, movie studio? Yes, yes, good. Uh, like mountains. Yes, yes. See, you know more than you think. Not no, I just feel like, I don't, I mean, like, I just have seen movies. I just like, haven't seen that many, many movies recently like that have come out. I think the only movies I've seen that... You talked about today for like their releases was um, I had seen Jumanji when I was babysitting like Jan- in like January, <laughs> and that's it. I so you definitely not, you got that. That's another illegal activity. We're not going to talk about that. How did you see it? Ooh. It came out in December. Oh, you saw it at the movies. Yeah. I was so confused in January. I was like, no, because I think you saw it like at the kid's house. Oh no no no! It's like we do not, we do not condone pirating on this show. <laughs> no no, and I was babysitting with two movie theaters. That's yeah. the only movie I'd seen out of that bunch. So I, I was like, I like seen movies, like, and I like, not like not under God. a rock, but like I don't. I was weird on like talking like super like. I mean, we kind of did talk about like pretty relevant stuff, but like, I was just like, well, now we get to relevant stuff. So. Oh jeez. Um, so yeah, so this, I'm I'm rooting for this movie, this Sonic the Hedgehog movie, because this is the biggest with at forty five million dollars, fifty million dollars as we talked about with Cole. This is gonna be the biggest release for Paramount opening weekend since Mission Impossible Seven back in July of twenty eighteen, which is a long, long time ago. Really is. I mean, to have not have a movie make open over forty five million dollars in the opening weekend. To put that into perspective, for example, last year, okay, last year there was Warner's had multiple multiple movies make over forty five million dollars opening weekend. I believe the number is off the top of my head. If I'm guessing, was is four. Disney had six, seven, Aladdin, Frozen, two. Uh, Avengers, Captain Marvel, Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, that was another one. Aladdin, I think I said. So it's six, and Universal had a had a had a handful as well. So to not have a movie makeover July twenty eighteen, and that's that's a that's like a year and a half, and this is not a hundred million dollars. This is forty five million dollars. A hundred million dollars is what the biggest movies make, but forty five million dollars is not that much money, and you can't even get to. To that, that's a scary. What's, what's the biggest movie this year going to be? Get a guess. Uh, I mean, it's different. Global, probably Fast and Furious. Global, domestic. Mm, I maybe Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, maybe Wonder Woman. And what are you what are you estimating for those? Well, uh, both are probably going to make over a billion, most likely. Uh, Wonder Woman may make uh, 
I don't know how much Wonder, Wonder Woman one's weird because the first Wonder Woman made eight hundred million, but four hundred million was from the U.S. So I don't know if it's gonna be like a four-eight split. I don't know how much Wonder Woman's gonna make, but it may be three over at least at least over two fifty-three for Wonder Woman. That's at the really low end, and for Fast and Furious, not that much domestic, just because we don't really like Fast and Furious that much, like one hundred fifty. But yeah, so I was wondering. Yeah, they're really dragging out these Fast and Furious movies. Two more, that's it. Yeah. Two more, I'd say. And then Hobbs and Shaw, but that's not really related. Yeah. I think that much less hype from that. It still made a lot of money. It made like $700 million. Really? Which is a lot. I went to go see it because it was mm. August. But, and then I'm actually excited for Hobbs and Shaw too because it's going to have some. Because I mean, they already have The Rock in it and J, uh, Jason Stratum, but now they're going to have Kevin Hart in it and uh, Ryan Reynolds. And I think that'd be funny. It's going to be like. That, those, that, that sounds good. Yeah, that was the, that's the only reason we like the movie because they had like cameos. They like randomly they. I, this is actually a side thing, but I give Universal credit because they didn't they hid these cameos. Like so, when you saw them on screen, you're like, holy, you know, my own. So when I saw Ryan Reynolds, I'm like, what? And then I saw yeah. Kevin Hart, like, because they're like on a plane and they're talking, and then Kevin Hart just turns around. And you're like, what? He's oh, it's like a, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, like two like, seconds. No, 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 no. Like in the middle of the movie, he just shows up for like five seconds. It's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a U.S. Marshal. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> it, oh, it was so funny. I'm like, my God. Oh. But um, yeah. So getting back to Paramount, I hope they, 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 they get this. Considering that the rest of the schedule is a little sketchy, Call obviously said 38 to 44, 38 to forty four. That was in the low end. I think that's still possible. I don't know how many people are actually going to see this movie. So hopefully it does well. I'm hoping for it, but we'll see. I don't know. I may or may not see it, but I'll be seeing it. He won't be saying hey, Cole will be seeing it. Well, okay, you just like want to serve it there. You're like, I'm going to see it. I, I like that movie looks I like Sonic. Mm-hmm. Played that game on a little Wii. I never played Sonic. I don't maybe I played on the DS or something. I never like really played it though. I, I don't really I play like Mario more so. little gold tokens. Yeah. The rings. Yeah, I really yeah. Fortunately I don't really think I played Sonic all that much. I played. I was more. I'm more like like Scooby Doo and Star Wars and stuff like that. That's definitely not Madden. Know that. I played Madden when I was young. Oh man, James, what happened to you? I actually played Madden over the break too. Really? I got back. I guess I was like, I was looking for something stupid. I was like, you know, I might as well just play a little bit of Madden. Oh man. Yeah, it was like a little bit. I mean, I I'm probably better than the last time I played you a little bit. I am like fresh. I like no more. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't believe you lost ten dollars. Doing that. Hey, you gotta spend money to make money. Again, <laughs> it was like 42 to 7. <laughs> and the la- next time I took you to O time, so oh, let's just via, as the French say. Um, but yeah, so that's Paramount. We'll see. Hopefully it hits over what Cole said. I think it might hit what Cole says, but I've seen anywhere, so we'll see. Hopefully, Jim Carrey and the bunch sure. make some money. Because Cole will be one of the people seeing it. So congratulations to Cole supporting cinema, supporting film. Supporting Hollywood in a time where uh, it's kind of under attack a little bit. But, okay, and then the last thing I want to talk about in the last, like, two minutes of the show is Battinson, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Batman's coming out in 2021. Did you know Batman was coming out in 2021 or no? Is Battinson the name? No, 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 no. It's just like a name. <laughs> no, no, no. His name's Robert Pattinson. who's playing him. So uh, yeah, I know. Pattinson. I was thinking yeah. Like, yeah, so Batman's coming out. Matt Reeves. I trust him. I love. I like Matt Reeves a lot as a director, but the suit is cool. You should really check out the footage if you like Batman. The suit is, they dropped that like seven, like randomly at seven o'clock last night. Matt Reeves is like, "Yo, here's the suit." Everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> so uh, it was like, tw- it's still trending actually. It's, but 
I'm excited. I think the suit looks really good. And it sh- and, it, and again, we talked about this a lot last week with, with when our Christian was on the show. We talked a lot about uh, DC and the excitement that that's building for their cinematic universe. And so, um, yeah, so I think Pattinson's going to be good. I trust Batman. has a good cast, as we said. Riddler's in it. Penguin's in it. Catwoman's in it. It should be a, a detective a noir story. And his suit looks really, really cool. Looks way better than Bat, uh, Ben Affleck's suit. I think it looks better than Christian Bale's suit, too. I think it's like, it might be my favorite Batman suit. Again, I haven't seen it, like, in color and stuff, but I've only seen it under, like, red lighting. But it may be my favorite Batman suit. It just looks cool. Looks sleek, and I don't like to wear it. So are you going to go see Batman in June of 2021 or not? Do you like Batman or not really? Yeah, I do like, I do like Batman. I, I actually watched all of the, like, I mean, I, I've seen all the previous uh, Batmans, but I'd say, like, you know, like most people don't do is I've seen all the Gotham, like, TV shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, so, like, I don't really watch TV, so I, I can't really speak. Like, it's like little Batman. Like, when he was right. like a young child. Right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves Batman. I like, Batman's my favorite superhero, but. Spider-Man all the way. I just love Batman. I really do. I, he's one of, I mean, I just love Batman so much. But yes, a lot of people love Spider-Man too. I just love Batman so much. He's so awesome. He's just an awesome character. It's just, no he's better than Iron Man for my money. I mean, I mean, kind of the same guy. So. Maybe not. He's in, he might, yeah, he might be in Black Widow low-key. Yeah. If he's in Black Widow, I'm Marvel can just like go eat a tree. But yeah, so, uh, this is the uh, wrap up the show. Thank you guys. If you want to follow and support the show, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Castbox, Radio Public. We're on a bunch of podcasting stations. Thank you to WCE. Stay tuned. We got an awesome music show coming up. Uh, thanks, movie guys. And uh, yeah, so uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow us at RMM underscore 901. The Twitter account is RMM underscore 901. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, if you watch movies, let us know.